Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, boys, men, women, children of all ages, all the way live, hailing from L.A., California, yay, home of the palm trees and chronic leaves, some call it Grand Zilla or Top Chef Tony, I call it the champion they say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine though whatever it seem to take They say your mind is a terrible thing to waste They say mine is a terrible team to face On my grind it's unbearable cream to chase I'ma shine, it's about to Little bit of jewelry on, no choke chain though Couple rocks here and there but no rainbow Turn off the lights, it's the same glow as chopper high beam through your room what up, people? We are back at it again. It's me, Jarrell, and of course, I got my road dog partner in crime, Cannabis Rocky. What's going on, Rocky? How you feeling today? What's going on, Jerome? Doing really good, man. It was a Sunday today that was wonderful. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Clear skies. We yeah. got some really got great some cool guests with us today. in the building, for sure. Um, so we have Miguel and Crystal. What's going on, y'all? Hey, guys. <laughs> y'all practice that? Harmonizing. One, two, three. Hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, appreciate you guys hopping on with us. Um, we can start with Crystal. Tell us about yourself, where you're from, how you got in the industry, all that good stuff. Cool. Um, so I'm Crystal. Um, originally from California. Moved out here already 10 years ago. Um, got in the industry about three years ago. Yeah, roughly about three years ago. Um, okay. You know what? Honestly, like, I smoke weed, you know, but, like, I just, I was just applying. You know, I loved weed. You know, I knew the basics. I applied and got hired at a dispensary, and ever since then, it just brought me just more closer to cannabis. So, um yeah, I just work at a dispensary. I love it, you know, helping people out. You've been butt tending the whole time? Um, yes, I was butt tending, and then I was a, um, I wouldn't necessarily, like, a ma- what would you say? Not manager, but managing, kind of, right? Like uh, an assistant manager kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a team lead. Like a team lead, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much a team lead at another dispensary, and then back to butt tending. So it was kind of like a, a little while where I wasn't butt tending, you know, just doing the managing part, you know, so I feel like I kind of like, not, not like fell off, but within a year, you know, industry grows so much and there's yeah. so much to learn, you know, when I'm not out, out there, like just talking about weed on the daily, it like made me feel like I forgot a little bit, but then going back to Button and just made me realize how much I love, you know, just the industry, the weed, you know, just all that. Yeah. What about you, Miguel? I'm born and raised in uh, Vegas. Uh, been here all my life so I've, I've been able to luckily like uh experience the cannabis culture out here from like when it was illegal to, to legal I unfortunately got in trouble when it, was, when it was back then and a couple months later it was legal and then uh i had a friend that was working at uh one of the big dispensaries and uh he got me in luckily after a couple times of applying and ever since it's been a, a journey, a rabbit hole of just knowledge, experience, culture. Um, I've just been wrapped up in it, been loving it. Uh, I was, uh, I worked at a, as a manager, team trainer. Um, then I switched up to another dispensary and just been uh, butt tending and just been <coughs> enjoying the good things of, of 
uh, giving out the knowledge and just fascinating people with all the crazy um, science yeah. that there is behind it. Yeah. yeah, and you dabbled in a little growing as well, right? I was a young press too, right? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Oh, Check you out. <laughs> yeah, I've been growing for a couple of years. It's been fascinating to see just how deep the science goes, and I'm definitely not no brainiac, but like I definitely know some you know basics yeah. I need to know to to be able to grow all the different factors, and it's fascinating to see the the amount of knowledge is just just in that one area, let alone like the extraction or um, all the business and law to it. Miguel, what do you like better? The bud tending end of it or the cultivating end of it? What do you like more? The cultivation, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I mean, I love uh, teaching people, but at, at the end, like it's customer service and some people don't want to uh, They don't want that education. Yeah, they don't want that input. <laughs> right. What do you, how do you deal with that? Like, do you get irritated or do you just like still try to give it to them? To, I, I give out as much energy as, as they put out. Um, mm -hmm. If they are inquisitive, I'll definitely uh, give them the knowledge that they want. But yeah, I definitely always want to be giving out that knowledge because even though uh, not, may, they might not reciprocate that, uh, I, I love trying it. And like, that's, I mean, that's who I am. So if they, if they want to, you know, stop that, that at least I, I try to. Um, plant that little seed of thought. Throw something the out there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> something. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Crystal, do you think that you um, you like more the managing side of this situation more? Or do you like the bud tending end of it more? Um, I probably like the bud tending more, honestly. It was just so fun, you know. It's just yeah. fun. You get to meet different people from everywhere. You know, and the people you work with, it's, like, the best part about That's the it. Best like, to be honest, that. because we're all the same. We all like the same stuff, you know, and they know stuff. They, You learn stuff, you know. I'm always learning stuff from different bud tenders, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, you know. So I like that part of it. When you're managing, you're just yourself. You got to think about the customers. You're not, you're not really engaged with the, uh, like I said, the knowledge, where, like, I felt like I kind of, like, fell off on that part, you know. Right. Because I wasn't on there talking on a daily learning, you know, so... I think I just like the button anymore, yeah. Right on. So something that we all have in common um, in this industry that we're all minorities. Yeah. Um, so how has that experience been for you guys being minorities in the cannabis industry out here? Or do you feel like, like what do you feel like? Yeah, talk about it. Or don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait, let me ask this, let me ask this. No, I'm... I'm I'm gathering it up. I mean, right. So, I like, how to say it. Yeah, like, it, it's definitely been a factor, but, like, as is, like, the whole industry is such a colorful spectrum of so many different factors. Like, how it was, like, illegal to, to illegal. So, like, that culture, unfortunately, and, like, those people that are in that culture, um, a lot is bad or are used to, like, illegal activities. So, that, that definitely was the beginnings, I feel like, of a lot of the industry, at least in. In uh, in Vegas, and I'm, I'm I'm sure in California and everything with the with the cultivators too. Yeah, I feel like some kind of pride being a minority in the cannabis industry. Like, yeah, like I'm in here, <laughs> but then it's like a catch twenty two because I'm like, I'm in here, but I'm not really in here because I'm on the bottom floor. It's not, you know what I mean? Right. And it's it's kind of tough sometimes knowing that, um, like a lot of people that look like me. 
can't benefit like like other people can. Right. No, and exactly. The system is low key set yeah. up where you kind of shut out a lot of people, you know, off top just because, you know, it's, yep. it's weird. Well, I'm definitely not like the super thin California girl looking. I'm the exact opposite of that. If you mm-hmm. flipped it and reversed it, that's me. You know what I mean? So uh, for me, it's always been, I, I don't feel like I ever put that behind me. But when I lived in Chicago, I was managing large businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Huge businesses. And here it's so hard. You know what I mean? Like it's so hard to really get your foot in the door. Yeah. Even though you have a lot to bring to an organization, but it's harder out here, I feel, for me anyway, to excel in that arena. You know what I mean? I Absolutely. feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't I leave XYZ company? You know, they were, you know, paying me. And it was a Fortune 500 company, mm-hmm. top five. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a difficult situation, I feel like, in a lot of times. That's one of the things I feel like being Hispanic holds me back. Being a lesbian a little bit holds me back. Mm-hmm. Even being, being heavy being holds a, me back. Woman, you know what I mean? Even as for me, like yeah. even even talking just to people, but to me, they're like, "Do you smoke?" I'm like, "Bro." That's annoying. Like not yeah. I'm like yeah. yeah as a girl, like oh, and then when I start talking more, like somebody one of the locals was just like just talking about you know cultivation, like different cultivators, and I'm like. I'm like, oh, damn, like, he knows his stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool to ha- to talk to somebody that actually knows and, like, cares about, you know, like, terpenes and all the different, like, good cultivators, harvest dates, like, all the things. And then I'm like, he's like, oh, wow, you know things. I'm like, yeah. And, like, I was telling him crosses of, like, strains. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wow. Like, he's like, damn, like, I never heard, like, a girl know her shit. I'm like, that doesn't make me feel good. Right. No, right. Exactly. I'm like, okay. It's like a back-ended yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm like, Okay, like like I've seen customers just like straight out they'll like um, be working with a um, a female butt tender and just straight up like turn to me and be like hey man what you think and I'm like what the fuck like right. she just told you right right so even in that part of things it's a little different because if, to look at me at first glance I don't look Hispanic at all. Right. But I am 100% right. Puerto Rican. Like, my dad's Puerto Rican. My mom's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, it's very different. But, like, you know, in that capacity, I know a lot of times people will turn to somebody else and be like, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I'll just be like, you you lost the knowledge because now I'll just get what you want at this point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't even care if it's dry or what happens. I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah, if you still want my opinion, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. But at that point, you know what I mean? It kind of, like, it's a little off-putting. Yeah, and like even, so I'll tell you a quick story. So you know how like um, we used to have the host, how they, it was just like one person up there. So um, I'm working with a customer and the host comes up to me and was like, uh, hey, Jarrell, you know, I got these, these this, this couple, they need help. And I'm like, well, what the fuck you looking at me for? Like, you the host, like, you tell them what to do. And he's like, nah, they, you know, they, they want help from a, a, a brother. I'm like, all right, okay, whatever, dude. I'm like, it's a black couple. Like, I know how this go. So I finish with my customer. I'm walking around. And then somebody's like, hey, we're a couple, you know, the host was telling me about. And I look, and it's an old white couple. I'm like, oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. What? Yeah. Okay. So I come what? around. That's look, crazy. Man, listen, so look, I come around. 
And I'm like, okay, you know, how can I help you? They was like, yeah, you know, the last time we came, you know, this, this white guy, he helped us out. And, you know, he just wasn't good. The stuff he gave us didn't, didn't work out. So we figured, you know, if anybody knew what they was talking about, it'd be a brother. Oh, snap, G. I didn't know how to take okay. it. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. I was so stuck. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, of course I had to help him, but I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt weird. Right. So I'm. I, I well, that's know. a weird. Yeah. That's a weird situation, though. Yeah. And I think a lot has to do with like all the restrictions that it really has on minorities, which usually don't have money, um, with all the permits, all the licenses that you do need for all the business aspects of, of it. So much money. And and a lot of it is just big money that is in the industry. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just like on like the button level. Um, I just find it weird that like people feel like this comfort level of coming to like a, a black person when it comes to weed. Um, like I'll get older white people coming to my register. Like, oh, I know I got the right guy. I'm glad I got you. And I'm like, well, what the fuck that's supposed to mean? Like, you just assume, like, you know, just because I'm the black guy, like, how can, you know, my man right here with the blonde hair, you he could be just as good as me. Like, don't just assume because I'm the black guy. I know everything about weed. Sometimes that offends me. Um, yeah. And even when I've seen, like, a white butt tender be helping somebody, and I'm walking past, <laughs> and they'll be like, hey, man. Come here, what you think about this? <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's fucked up. Like, my man just told you this shit was good. Like, oh, I'm just man. like, it's, it's, it bugs me, man. Like, because weed is universal. Like, right. doesn't, like, I don't know. Like, weed is universal. Everybody smokes, so everybody's opinion matters. You know, that's like, damn, is that corny? All opinion no, matters? No, that's <laughs> shit. That's kind of spot on, though, for real. It's happened to all of us. I mean, I've, I've had it happen to me, too, where, like, a girl's being asked a question, and they just, so they have their eye on you and then you start asking <laughs> yeah oh have you smoked that i'm like bro yeah i smoked it with her so let her tell you about it yeah that shit's weird man yeah i don't yeah I, that does offend me too when they're like oh you know about weed i'm like do you, do you even smoke i'm like do you see me right now <laughs> right. do you see my eyes because you can only see my eyes i got a mask on <laughs> so, right. so you know but yeah no it yeah, and then even, like, like being for me, being a minority and being, like, a team lead, mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I didn't get farther than that. And, mm-hmm. yes, I did apply to be higher than that and, of course, shot down. Mm-hmm. But, and, of course, to who I, it was against and things like that, of course, it mattered on, you know, maybe yeah. I'm Hispanic or because I was a girl or... But it's fucked up because... Um, I, it's fucked up that you didn't have to think like that. Right. And you know, it's fucked up that you have to think. Because what to... else? Because I know that person is not qualified more than me. You I've know? been here with a company longer, so why wouldn't I deserve it? More yeah. than that person that wasn't even here as long as me, did the time, been through everything, like with medical to transitioning to recreational, and that was a crazy transition, too. Like, I bet going oh, yeah, I bet. To rec- know? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you go from a real kind of like calm environment to a real crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally different, for sure. Yeah, you go from a Zen vibe to a Walmart vibe real fast. (laughs) We did go to Walmart. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) 
Then I went to Target. <laughs> you know, I had to, you know. Here's my but, thing, you know, too, on a, on a um, Hispanic topic. A lot of um, people that speak just predominantly Spanish, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, and it's not just in the weed industry, it's everywhere. They don't get enough help to the point of when they do see somebody that can speak Spanish, they're like, I need 45 minutes of your time. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know so much. Help me out. And of course you're going to help. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about that. But I feel like, you know what I mean? There should, it has to be a little bit more expansive in every company worldwide. You know what I mean? That you acknowledge that, especially when you have different people speaking different languages all the time. And it's do not you, even the Hispanic. Do you get uh, Hispanics a lot uh, where you work? I used to get them all the time. And then it's kind of like died down. Yeah. It kind of died off a little bit. Because um, I think there's a lot more Hispanic people working yeah. um, there now. So it's kind of like nice. because right. it, not it, the only ones yeah. who always rely on. Right. And really, and my Spanish is not as great as everybody else's. Honestly, Mexican Spanish is 8 million times better than Puerto Rican Spanish, like Spanglish. Uh, so I, I try. Spanglish. Yeah. So I try <laughs> to be like, Spanglish. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do my best. For every customer, everybody gets the same service right, right. exact. Yeah. Very true. I'll try to do that. I, you know, I'm not perfect. But <laughs> yeah. No, that's hard. And that's guess hard. what, man? That's that's years and years of managing businesses, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to. You have to because you meet, like, the worst and then you meet the best. Yeah. And the best will teach you. And the worst will try to bring you down. You know what I'm saying? And then you just have to like learn to creep up a little bit and be at that level. And that's why she's the bud tender of the year. Hey, hey. I won't leave bud tending though because it's good paying. Here's the thing: it's not that I haven't been offered positions. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. don't get me wrong. I'm not. You know, there's no bash time because I don't. So what have do you it. want to do? Just be bud tending, or eventually, what do you think you see? No, I foresee this. Yeah. Going somewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, really, I see. I foresee this. I put my all my time into bud tending, and this is just an additional outlet. I right. feel like that's like bud tending should be. Where you learn and just learn, learn, learn right, right. that word. And then, like, you know, bounce off into something else. Like, find your lane and figure yeah. it out. Because this industry is, like, so, like, like small. And it's expanding. Yeah, I was going to so, say, and it, we're right now where it's so expanding. <laughs> where we have that opportunity, the knowledge, the exactly. years that we've been doing. Like, we just got to get, like you said, get in the lane. And once we can, then... We're in there. Yeah. 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 You know, you do what you want to do. Because we definitely have, like, the the knowledge, the resources. Right. Like, all that shit to, you know, to find something of our own. Right. And make that shit pop. That's what that's about. And I feel like as bud tenders, you have a super advantage. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think you were in a video, right? Or something for the, the job, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think, yeah, she was, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm calling that shit out. Wait, a picture? It was... A picture think... on the Instagram? Yes, but I don't know about video. It was a picture, okay, yeah, a picture. Yeah, a picture, picture. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it was a picture. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, there's, like... The, it, it, the pros outweigh the cons a lot of times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, you deal, you're going to deal with that shit any way you look at it. 
you know, but I think in the cannabis industry, we should be all zen at some point. I feel like that's the fucking name of the game. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing is about the uh, the gems of, of the people that do come in, you know? The people that are awesome, that are just like, they are willing to like learn, they don't want to take up too much of your time, they do the basics, and just like, hey, what is like, what is this and this, what am I really looking for? And then like, mm-hmm. ask you and like, actually be inquisitive, like, intellectually. Um, and also, the vice versa, like, the people that I get to learn from, like, the people that have been in the culture for not just years, but, like, decades of, like, growing, or, like, even, even selling, or, or, or just been smoking it, um, uh, for so many years. You know, you get those old-timers that come in, just, like... Where are you, so so we... Give you that little <laughs> crazy story right. that you never expect somebody right. Yes. I love those stories. Me too. I'm like, oh, really? Damn, you was packing, loading up, huh? And I've, t- I've <laughs> like, heard multiple stories yeah. of uh, of people like uh, telling me, oh, y- you and like my husband are the only person I've ever told that I smoke, and, and like things like that. You know? Right, right. It's, it's such a more open environment because everyone there is like assumably there. Everybody has a story, and like you see people, and you're like, damn, you smoke, like, and it sucks that like, you look at it like that, but like. You know, like, you can just tell how a person presents, the way they mm-hmm. talk, the way, you know, they look, and they look, some of the, like, they're scared, and like, oh, I haven't smoked in so long, like, you know, what do I do, what do I get, like, it's just, it's just funny, but it's crazy, though, because everybody has their own story. Yes. So it's like, it, we just brought us all together, though, you know, and then, like, it's always just a happy, you know, talk in a moment that we enjoy that doesn't get us angry and, like, makes us love our job. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's why it's, like... It's a hate and love thing there, you know? Because you could get those awesome people and then you could get those shitty people that, you know. I think some of my favorite customers are teachers because they come in and, like, they somehow, like, some way they end up telling me they're a teacher. <laughs> but they kind of, like, like, I'm a teacher, but, you know, I just do it here and there. Or, you know, I've had a doctor before from, like, out of the fucking, like, oh, yeah. like out in the States or something. Cause, yeah, I'm a doctor. And then I had, like, nurses that they told me they're working in New nurses. York, bro, like, yeah. during the pandemic, they're like, bro, it was so crazy, they came and spent hella money, like, we left to get so high, like, we just had a long time, like, the corona's just been hectic, and blah, 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 like, we just came to get high. Yeah, we I sold to politicians, yeah. like, firefighters, policemen, yeah, NBA players. They need that, right, yeah. Football, yeah. I always hear, like, basketball players be coming in work, like, it's just crazy. Baseball but military, like yeah. rock stars, are amazing. Yeah, yeah. So everybody smoke, man. Everybody smoke. What about like I had this politician come in one time. Was like, huh, I used to write laws against this, blah blah blah. He was from like North Carolina, I think. And I was just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, right, yeah. but now you're smoking, and you're not even trying to press because for he, like yeah, us because he can to make be money legal, off of like, it. It was just like, yeah, I'm like, whatever, dude. That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, they just want to pick and choose when it's convenient for them and when it's not. Right? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, yeah, it's convenient when you can make money for it. Yeah, of course. That's when we're telling like, damn, how much money y'all make? Oh, no. Like, okay, we should legalize. Yeah. You know, just it's crazy. I mean, think about it too. Like, jails are like a money operation. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's. it is crazy that we are legal because not a lot of states are like you don't go out and vacay and be like oh, i'm gonna go buy some weed i always think about when i'm gonna go vacay like i'm gonna go somewhere where we legal so i can buy weed <laughs> that's definitely like in my uh 
like my factor in when I'm thinking about vacation. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, like, we're just so spoiled. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'm no. going to go hit up somebody. <laughs> 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 I was like, do I got any connects over there? Facts. Or, like, is it right? Like, Instagram. <laughs> 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 passport and get a medical right. card real quick. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Smoker. Smoker problems. That's totally an issue. So... Yeah. Oh, I need to learn. What um, you you so you did mention too that cultivation, right? What is your plan after that? As like, if you wanted to do cultivating, let's say, further on a little bit more full time situation, Miguel, what would be like the plan for you? What do you see yourself like doing? I would I would love to you work with the plants more um in the future um see more i mean definitely like with just basics and clonings and stuff but hopefully when like more research comes and more money is in the game like to be actually to actually be able to like see and develop and uh, the different genetics and come out with all those crazy different turps all those crazy different cannabinoids that maybe haven't even been found or been able to be uh exploited from, right. you know, uh, uh, cloning and, you know, seeing how the, um, the genetics turn out to be able to add on to all the different medicines and, and all the crazy different reactions that we're, we're coming in, in, into and, and finding in just like the recent years and, and the little money that's just in there already and to see that like research grow. So, uh, definitely exciting, but a, a lot of learning has to be gone through in that process of even where I'm at right now. Did you grow that shit we just smoked? Did you, did you, yeah. That shit tastes wild. It was so yeah. good. I was like, oh, it's so good. Well, yeah. Um, so, like, if you did decide that was what you were going to do, do you think it would be easier? Do you think it's a, there was any difficulty becoming, like, a head grower? Would you would ever do anything like that for a cultivation? Like, Absolutely, yeah. That, that would be... Um, one of the many things I think like I would want to like explore um, experience and, and and you know not sit in forever I would want to just always expand just like hopefully um, push off more of that knowledge so like everybody has good quality because it, it, it's like really sad to see just how big um, cannabis has gotten yet the quality hasn't really followed it mm. um, quickly right. or, or not everywhere Right. So, like, a two-part question for you guys. Do you see yourself working in, like, any other industry? And if the opportunity presents itself, would you, like, locate in another state to work in the industry as well? I definitely would. That would um, be yeah, exciting. I would. I have a friend that he, um, one of our old coworkers, she was the, like, um, store manager and she got transferred California and now she's like up or up in like Boston or something like that and now he went from where my old job was and he was my manager you know and then he went to California and now he's making really good money you know he's Mm -hmm. high up in management he always tells me like you know when I have an open opportunity for you I'm gonna bring you like you know I learned a lot from him so he knows my work ethic and you know and he'll be there to like help me you know, grow more as, um, as, you know, and I know he's a smart man that he wouldn't move somewhere 
in like California where it's really expensive mm-hmm. and where like he wouldn't be able to like live comfortably, yeah, you know. And obviously he's making good money, you know. Right. So I know he wouldn't want me to go without, you know. So very like you said, like you meet good connections, like you never know, like you know. Right now everything's like on a hold because of you know Corona, you know, especially in California is really big there, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um, you never know, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, so <laughs> right. you know, people, people people, really, like, message you and they, they search you and, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. A, yeah, so Certainly. you never know. An opportunity might come and you talk to money, we might, you know, I would definitely, you know. And then that would make me feel good, too, because, like I said, it never, it's very rare that you have a female that's very... Um, in the high up, you know, yes. especially Hispanics, you know, yeah, very well, rare yeah. occasions. There is, I'm not saying there isn't, but very rare occasions that there is, you know, so definitely I would go. Do you think sure. you will, you can work in a different industry since you've been in the cannabis industry so long? Um, yeah, if I had to, yeah, if I really was like over working in the industry, yeah. Hmm. What about you, Miguel? Uh, I would. I mean, I think it would always be like a side, um, a side, <laughs> a side uh, industry yeah. that kind of connects uh, into cannabis uh, one way or the other. Um, maybe doing engineering to be able to um, be m- more able to figure out what I'm, you know, what is needed for all the factors and stuff for grow, uh, for grow, um, and maybe even tackling more challenges of adding more factors to those equations that are just crazy how um, there are so many different techniques of growing and um, there's plenty to explore into still. That sounds like you need to be teaching. Yeah. I'm just listening to him like, bro, you sound like a teacher. Right, yeah. I mean, he was a trainer at one point, so he has that. But stay focused, like, reach out because here's the thing, like, I feel like we create our own barriers. Right, so we don't we say we're not gonna reach out because who are we to fucking reach out to these companies? No, reach out. Right, you know right. what I mean. Do outreach if if it's not for um, working in different for a different company, just for like elevating your own image. You know what I mean, and letting people know that you're out there. You know what I'm saying. So every opportunity that comes out there, as dumb as it may be to you. You never know if that's the, you know, the door that opens up more for you. you Especially know what I mean? in this industry, because, like, it's so new, motherfuckers don't know what they need. Like, people, like... Everything they, goes so fast, happens so fast, now yeah. everybody is knowledgeable in it, you exactly. know? Exactly, so, people might open up a, a business or a cultivation or whatever, and they might not know they need a, a head trainer to teach everybody how to shake gold or the science behind it. Right. Or these, like, a community college might not know... They need somebody, you know, to teach them about the plant, because you know it's just like so many avenues you can, you can go and be like, hey, y'all might need somebody for this. Here I am. Right. You know, one big thing is is the uh, communication aspect um, of like a lot of the industry. I feel like there's there's so much lack, so so much disconnect between like higher ups and like um, the bottom. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, to be able to kind of tackle that challenge yeah. uh, in it, you know in itself where um, if there was more communication more more uh, interaction with like buttons what's happening on the ground floor um, and what could be done uh, and change in, in, the, in the top 
um, that can help everything grow and, and have more of like an education base in that, in that sense. But um, I think that goes to the point of there's a disconnect between like the them and the culture. So they don't, I don't want to say they don't really care, but yeah. I think as soon as it's more legal uh, in a sense of like federal and everything that, that there will, I feel like there has to be more oversight and hopefully in, in that sense there will be a lot of communication with federal and state and like more communication in that sense and who knows that what avenue that can kind of develop into too. I think there, that's where it'll create different avenues such as like different like universities and schools offering different type of programs and they already started it. But um, that's definitely going to expand. You know? Like an FDA for cannabis. Like it has to be like, I feel like it has to be so big like is, or, or maybe just um, it has to be such a big uh, issue to tackle with just culture how it is how they there would even be able to like put it into to law with it being a schedule one drug before and um, what would happen if it was just completely illegal like what um, reactions that would happen to if like the next presence would say next a it's going to be legal so like what the heck does that mean like all the laws that aren't made to like restrict people with like what they do but they wouldn't know what to even put as a law because they don't know what goes on. So that's, that's where the communication goes. Like, hey, what should be laws? What is regulation? Like, I mean, you see the dumb shit now with the with the one gram vape pen rule or vape cartridges. Right, rule. can't be higher than what eighty percent THC. Like, yeah. for what? Why? Why can't it be that high? What you get scared? There's five grams. That percentage. So why can't it be the full gram? That makes sense. Well, there's regulations for a reason because you are following a higher law, whether you like it or not. So um, I think now that the money is actually fluctuating to the federal government, they they see that you're not going to stop people from growing this thing. So you might as well just, you know what I mean, fold to it because you're going to make money from it. And right now... I am really sure they're enjoying it because mm-hmm. a lot of companies are just failing right now because of the coronavirus. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So where this industry is, is thriving, you know, the stocks are going up. They're looking better for a lot of companies. Yeah. So that's why, like, uh, I feel, you know, always keep your eye on the price. Know what's going on in the industry and really dig deep. Especially, I always say this for, like, black and Hispanic people. And, you know, Asian people, anybody of color, get as good into the industry as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's a revolutionary thing when you do make it, when you do, like, break that surface. And if you're persistent, shit can happen for sure. So this is the part of the show where we usually do what you smoking on what you smoking on but we're gonna actually do a group segment yeah, so cause we, we all were just, we had different shit going yeah, on so I know Crystal Brown the Tahoe OG Tahoe OG was fire yeah that shit was fire from um um what's we call it Kind Kind yeah from Kind Kind Miguel some, brought some personal growth um the blue the apricot circle. yeah the, the blue apricot then the growth circle uh, Sunset Sherbert 
Yes. Um, probably my favorite of the bunch, the um, the Miss Perp from GOP. Oh, dude, beautiful flower. And the trichomes on that shit was yeah. sick. Absolutely. Not only that, we had that motor brush, Joe. The, the live resin. Holy that shit child. smacked. Yes, it yeah. did. Hell yeah, but uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Rocky, where can the people find us at? You want to go on to uh, at High Bud Tenders. I, all of our medias, social media online, that would be uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all High Bud Tenders. At yeah. High Bud Tenders. And then um, if you need to reach us or if you want to leave us an email, if you have any suggestions, etc., please send us an email at uh, highbudtenders at gmail.com. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys. And of course, as always, stay high, Bud Tenders.